Acme, make sure your grocery shopping is easier than ever. Download the Acme mobile app today. To have your own personal grocery guru right in your pocket. Use it to plan your shopping list like a pro. Find recipes tailored to your diet. Get personalized deals on the products you buy most and choose your shopping style. Whether it's in-store delivery or drive-up, Acme's got you covered. Plus, rack of reward points for every purchase and redeem for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Acme Fresh Foods Local Flavors. It's our podcast, Patty and the Millennials, where me, Patty Jackson, I'm the baby boomer. And it's fascinating conversation because you can learn so much from Millennials, Gen Xers, Lexi, Whitney, Lisa, Fleet, Dexter, Toya, Shanine. Are we ready? Shanine, should picky eaters only date picky eaters? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I wish so. And I'm going to say this because... All of my kids are picky eaters, and my ex-husband was a picky eater. And for uh, we we were married for um, just a few years, but we've been on and off together for about ten. So for a good four years of my life, I remember just making a limited amount of like four things, and it I felt like it was ruining my life. And when I would <laughs> make something different, it would only be me eating it. And then it's like, all right, now I'm trying to keep my body together, but nobody else want gumbo, you know? So I, I wish they would. I think so, because it definitely is an inconvenience. Lise? I don't think necessarily. I think you can, you can be a little different. And then maybe, maybe you bring in something new. You take the old and you do a little something new and you bring the picky eater out of their their thing a little bit. Sometimes that happens. So I don't think that necessarily is a deal breaker. I mean, if you only want to eat, you know, white rice and gravy, okay, go ahead. But, you know, I can do other things and I think we can still talk and we can still hang out. Dexter's junk food just for kids. It really needs to be. Because (laughs) the reason I say this is for, for myself personally, like, I used to be the junk food connoisseur. Like when I was younger, I could eat any type of junk mm. food and have no issues with it. Sure now I eat a bag of chips and it's like, I can't go to work today. <laughs> like Everything is a problem for me. My body just does not respond well to it. And then like there are some adult junk foods that we get into as well, like liquor and stuff like that. And even with that one, <laughs> and even with that one, like my body's like, what are you doing? Like it really has to be like, there's a, like a limit, I think, to like junk food and like liquor and stuff like that. And the older you get, the more your body, and maybe it's just me, just rejects it. Leak is junk food just for kids. You know what I do after I eat those bag of chips and I'm done for? I always eat junk food. I'll eat candy or like cookies. I'll finish it with like water. Like, oh, it's flushed out. It's fine. <laughs> I drink water after. So it doesn't matter that I just ate a cake because I just had water. Like if it cleared all my insides. It's fine. It's fine. Are desserts a necessity? For me, it is. When I eat something, I want a dessert. I'm like, what's on the dessert menu? I need, yes. I need something sweet. I am definitely a three course person. Yeah. I want the appetizer. <laughs> I want the food. I want the dessert. I want to wash it down with candy and and, and adult beverages, and I want it all. And then I'm gonna drink some water. See, and um, you know, it's carrot cake, so it's healthy. But <laughs> yes, I think like it's those little things. It, I equate to like double dutch. Or the skip it thing. Like, there's some parts that are nostalgic for you. So, candy, for me, it kind of keeps me present. I'm not, I'm an adult, but, you know, you can still enjoy and it keeps you kind of centered. But you just got to take care of your teeth. Like we talked about, you got to brush and and make sure you kind of hit the gym at least once a month. Um, And that should be enough. (laughs) (laughs) Whitney, are there any foods that you just don't 
eat like me, it's spam. I've never had spam. spam. I feel like I just lost my black card. I've never actually had spam. Um, No, I'm a middle child. And so I, you know, I had my older sister who was a picky eater. I had my younger sister who was the baby. So she got whatever she wanted. I was the middle child. So like they just would throw stuff at me and I was just fine with it. They're like, oh, here, eat eat what's left of this, this half eaten pizza. I'm like, sure, why not? Um, But I don't know. Anything with onions? I don't like onions because I don't like the aftertaste and I don't like how it makes my breath feel. Okay, anything you absolutely don't need, child? I'm, like, stupid. Like, I don't, sorry. I, I don't, I tell people all the time I don't like cheese, but I'm always eating pizza. Like, do that make sense? No. <laughs> okay, doesn't make sense. I, I can't eat oatmeal. The texture of it in my mouth creates a gag reflex that is just, like, I've tried. I get it in my mouth, and it's like... <laughs> you know Lisa, I, I feel you on that. I feel like that when oatmeal is made with water. If it's made with water, I can't stomach it. And I've tried. I was like, maybe I'm just being a diva. Let me go and make this with some damn water. And I had to spit it out. I just said, where the milk at? Put it in the oatmeal. But the thing I really can't stand are peanuts. Peanuts, nuts, anything like that. It's to the point where if I go to a restaurant, I'll be like, I am deathly allergic. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, and I'm not. Yes. 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 Because I'm I've telling you, that. like, if I taste it in my food, it will ruin my entire meal. So that's me. Why is no one saying chitlins and ham hocks and oh, stuff like that? Oh, that's what we're not eating. Like, that's not what I wouldn't even like it. Well, well, yeah, I was getting ready to say, I, I, I don't know. The only thing I really don't touch is milk. Like, I hate the smell of it. I've always did. But in terms of, like, chitlins and ham hocks now, I go in and out of vegetarianism. <laughs> so I have my moments. But, you know, my family is from the deep, deep south. I, it's Creole in my family. So, like, I souse meat. My my great great grandmother would make it homemade liver pudding <laughs> with crackers. I actually craved it when I was pregnant with my son, and I searched the entire city for it. And it's really really Did hard find to find. It? it looks like it's like a mix between south meat and liverwurst, and you eat it with crackers and whatever. So yeah, those things are kind of like ethnic, but uh, <laughs> it's a delicacy. Yeah. It's a delicacy. It's like a good piece of uh, neck bone or right. something like that. Yes, yeah. I do. I love a good neck bone. Jacqueline, mm-hmm. how do you deal with selfish people? They could be in your family. They could be people who you work with. They can actually even be a friend. But how do you deal with the selfish person? See, I'm kind of petty. I take <laughs> mental notes. <laughs> And then I use them against you against you as soon as I get a chance. I'll be quick. Oh, remember when you went and take so-and-so home and she lived right down the street for you? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but um, usually, like, if I see you're selfish, I'll try to distance myself. Because mm-hmm. I just, I can't, I mean, we all got to be a little selfish on some levels of life. But I grew up, especially with food, I grew up with, I'm the oldest of nine siblings. So when it came to saving food. No, this is mine. It's my piece of chicken. Right. <laughs> but that's like fighting for survival of the fittest. But it's just not. It's, like, it's not good to be selfish. I have family members who will no. eat um, my mom Duhart's cake, and I've gone to the extreme of hiding it in the car. Yes. If I come home from work, and my cake, yes. and my cake ain't on top of that freezer, it's on top of the refrigerator because I've been thinking about mm-hmm. it. I play a little mm-hmm. Teddy and be like, "I'm going home." Yes, <laughs> you get mentally yes. prepared. I 
mentally said, you're going to go home and tear that cake uh-huh. up and the cake is gone. Yes. Not that, got, that, that's real pain. But listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I've I've actually taken that same direction with my own child. So my aunt, um, I have an aunt who makes the best red velvet cake. And Camille's like, can I have one of your cupcakes? And I'm like, these are adult cupcakes. <laughs> literally, one time she got a little bit too close in it. I just kind of blanked out and pushed her on the ground. Please nobody call anybody. She was okay. It wasn't concrete and she didn't hit her head, so she fine. But when it comes to, you know, that doesn't make me selfish. No, no. It makes me a protector. So, but I will say when it comes to selfish people, I agree. Like you have to, first, once you recognize it, you distance yourself, especially if it's not something you're doing um, to advance. So I was just recently informed that, you know, I had a selfish moment. But as I started thinking back to what the person was referring to, it was at a time when I had to be because I'm trying to take care of my mom. I'm trying to take care of this kid and a new relationship that's going on. So I had to be a little selfish. So then I was like, well, that person is selfish because Mm -hmm. how could you not give me the chance to operate in this role that I have right now. Well, sometimes in life you do have to be a little selfish. Yeah. But that person who only wants to deal with you when you can do something for them. Yeah. You have to be really, really careful with people like that. I've talked to you guys about being a middle child and things like that. And I, what I discovered in my family, we're natural givers. And selfish people can sniff that out. They can sniff that out like narcissists. They can sniff out the giver in you. And you just want to keep helping them out. And be careful if you're a helper or a giver because people can sniff that out and they will drain you dry to where you don't want to help or give to people. So you really do have to distance yourself for like mental health reasons. I tell myself all the time, you're not going to be Coretta Scott Jackson. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Like, I, I come from two extremes because my grandmother was the same way. Like, we weren't allowed to hide food in our home. It was just whatever comes in this home, if it's gone, we'll just buy some more. And my my ex at the time came from, he had the same reaction Toya has. He was like, listen, because he had nine brothers and sisters. And he told me a funny story about how, because we would argue about, like, no, don't do this with the kids. Nobody should have to ask to go into the refrigerator, blah, blah, blah. And so he told me a funny story about how they used to, have to hide and it's something that they wanted they would reserve it for themselves and it was a bottle of soda and everyone was thirsty and the soda was hitting in the oven (laughs) so I am actually learning in my adult life how to balance the Mm -hmm. two because I am a natural giver I'm an Aquarius too so I've learned that I'm an empath so we do attract narcissists and I just told someone recently I think the only manners you know are thank you because Mm -hmm. all they do is ask and Mm -hmm. receive so I actually conjure some advice advice from that as well because i'm learning how to balance that miss pat how do you deal with a compulsive liar <laughs> have you ever had a friend it could be a family member I have. but they be lying i mean it's <laughs> like about- you be like listen what in the hell are you talking oh, about do you call them out on it or do you just let them live listen if you if you call out a compulsive liar, you're going to get another lie to cover up the lie that you call them out on. So there's no sense in doing that. That's the person who can't be helped. And that's a person that you get a little bit, you, you spend a little bit of time with and keep them on the edge. You cannot. People who are on that level, you can't go in that deep. Because if you call them, they got, in fact, most compulsive liars are so compulsive. They've already got a whole host of lies to bring you when you call them out on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. 
So you can't even you, there's you can't get in there. And and they don't even know some of them are in it so bad. They don't they don't really know what the reality is. Yeah. That's the truth yeah. of the matter. I think when so, it's serious, yeah. I agree with that. When it's a serious like lie that somebody's told. But I have a, an associate <laughs> who, who lied about attending a concert. Right. Something so stupid. They said, like, I'm at this concert and they posted the picture and like, oh, my phone's on three percent. So I can't post anything. So I'm looking like, uh, you mean to tell me, like, you came to a concert, you didn't charge your phone before? So then I'm like, okay, so I investigated. Like, I'm a, jur- I'm a journalist. So I looked at it, and, like, this is 2015, whatever, before Instagram really got, like, sneaky on us. And you can click you can click it where the person said they were. Their address is there. So I screenshot it. I sent it to the group chat, like, I thought you were at the concert. Like, for me, I think the best way to, to call out a compulsive liar is to publicly shame them. Like, you got to do it publicly. <laughs> A journalist. I like the way you covered up saying that your petty was saying you're a journalist. (laughs) I think that don't lie to me. That was clever. That was real clever. But yeah, no. um, Outing them is one thing. You will get the backlash, like the lie to cover up the lie to cover Mm -hmm. up the lie. But I kind of like it. It's funny to watch them just keep coming up with stories. It's entertaining. Like you just kind of throw something out there and see um, what they're going to lie about. It's like watching, you know, Empire or something. (laughs) You just sit in there, see their little wheels are turning and coming up with all these lies. And you just kind of sit back. I know, but they be talking about fake relationships. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. to be like, like I can't can't take it. And I'm like, (laughs) be quiet. I honestly (laughs) think this is happening. I honestly think it's borderline schizophrenic you know and i think that it's sometimes because it can be really really serious i actually had a very serious and dangerous situation with that before in my lifestyle and i think when it becomes with paying attention to who you befriend and who you become around because this particular person one of the clues i got was same situation she went somewhere and just talking on the phone and next thing you know she made a whole conversation about somebody who was not there did not even attend it. I didn't find out until another mutual friend of mine who was there and said such and such was was never there and said a whole conversation. The conversation was a hostile one, almost like they were in an argument. You know, okay, yeah, those people like that are. But you, you never know if they com- a compulsive liar. If they can lie about going to a concert, think what about what they go lie? through. Exactly. What's what going on? What do you do with the friend? They and work. this is not me and L. <laughs> what do you do about the friend? That has a fantasy relationship. At first, you think it's real, <laughs> and then you be like, "Wait a minute, she ain't with them. Well, he ain't with them." Try to plan a double date. It's a. Uh, it's called. It's called a parasocial relationship. <laughs> I have been in one with Ashanti for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> And it, it's funny, actually, because, like, I know my girlfriend isn't crazy about that, and she won't say it. Like, she won't say, like, I don't like that. She has been doing this thing where she would start posting about Michael B. Jordan, and now I'm like, <laughs> right, I don't like right. that. And you know right. you have to now change because it's kind of like you don't want them to have this this yeah. over, like, crush Ooh. or whatever, so you got to get rid of yours, too. So I'm but, sorry, Ashanti, we're breaking but up. But no, no, no. That's no, not. Yeah. But, Dexter, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference because... And Patty, you know this story. Somebody that we knew, she there was a whole relationship that she was talking about that literally wasn't ever happening. Oh. And we we jokingly started calling this boyfriend Snuffleupagus because remember how Big Bird was the only person that ever saw Snuffleupagus.
blankets. That's that's where it was. And it was literally on that level, like all these experiences. Oh, we did this. We did that. And then I talked to somebody else. Like, like, yeah, I was in New York with, you know, Snuffle Up Against over the weekend. And so and so. No, I saw her at the Acme. She was, (laughs) you know. And so in that instance, right, you either have to. As a friend, sit down and have a chit chat mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. say, hey, you good? What's happening? You know, you want to talk about really what's going on with your life or make a decision about whether or not you want to have that person in your life. Because I personally can't support that. I can't. I'm not built to support that over the long run. So I got to I got to either say, let's talk about it and be real or, you know, deuces. Well, uh, with me and L. <laughs> It is it is real to me and it's kinda real because he, he didn't out of me on social media. So. He did. He did. He did. Well that's when you know it's real. So but you do. Sometimes in dealing with selfish people, sometimes in dealing with compulsive liars, these are individuals that you will run into, you will meet, you'll be related to them, they'll be on the job. And it's like, do I let you live or do I be petty? Mm-hmm. For me, petty, petty, is, like, petty, petty is lifestyle. Yes. 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 You do it well. Jackson, come well. down. <laughs> Great conversation as always. Patty and the Millennials, you can find us on the iHeartRadio app. You can download it for free. You can find us on iTunes. You can also go to WDASFM.com. Our digital content producer is Latifa Wadi. We got Lexi, Whitney, Lisa, Fleet, Dexter, Chocolate Divinity, Shanine. I'm Patty Jackson. Thanks for joining us for Patty and the Millennial. Acme makes sure your grocery shopping is easier than ever. Download the Acme mobile app today to have your own personal grocery guru right in your pocket. Use it to plan your shopping list like a pro. Find recipes tailored to your diet. Get personalized deals on the products you buy most and choose your shopping style. Whether it's in-store, delivery, or drive-up, Acme's got you covered, plus rack of reward points for every purchase and redeem for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors.